We're back. We're back, man. We're back. It's been a little bit. Been a bit. Been a bit. But we're back. Episode 6 of Chills and Chuds Podcast. Cheers it up, Marcus. I'm here with Marcus Thomas. This is your man, Adam Chudwin, broadcasting live from West Hollywood, California. We in West Hollywood tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded a little weird, but we'll we'll go with it. Back here, yeah. It's it's been a little bit. Feels uh, good to be back, man. Feels good to be back. Yeah, we took a, a nice little break for Thanksgiving. I went back to Chicago. Good foods, man. Oh my god. We could, let's just start it off talking about that. Let's go ahead. So, I love going back to Chicago because some of the best food places in the world are in Chicago. Chi-Town is just the best place, by the way. Keep it's yeah, on. it's the best. It's this the best. Like I have to be out here for entertainment. But Chicago is still the best city. It's, it's no, better than L.A. No question, man. The people, the food, the ambiance, everything. The only thing that Chicago. sucks is the weather. That's just the only thing. I mean, look, Chicago winters, they're tough. You know, at Loyola Chicago, we're by the water. So I know those winters were tough, but we would yeah. have a lot of good, like, house get-togethers, man. Like, Chicago was dope. Was It's amazing. And that's the good thing about the winter also is that a lot of people just, like, have cool house parties. And, and it's great. So I went there, and... My thing is, when I go to Chicago, I only go there like three times a year at the most. Right. So when I go there, on the food, I go in, Marcus. Dude, tell me more. Oh, my God. So, so Did you go to Ditka's? <laughs> I think Ditka's, Ditka's is, is a classic Chicago establishment. Good steak, the, man. the food is good. It's amazing. Dude. I wouldn't say it's like incredible, but it's good, though. It's good. But my favorite place is Lumal Nadi's Deep Dish Pizza. There's several locations. There's one right by me in Lake Forest. Okay. And I immediately get that as the first meal, and I'm like, okay, we're off to the races. I mean, yeah, the pizza's amazing. I it's mean, I, so can't, good. I can't doubt you on that one, But, man. dude, the problem is, and, and it's still worth it, but when I go there, I just eat so much because I'm like, oh, I just need to get in because I'm only here a certain amount of time. But then I just feel like such a slob halfway through. I'm just like, oh, my it's God. Just, LA doesn't have, like, it, it has every, like, all kinds of foods here, but you just can't get to them because, you know, we have certain places where you just always go, and it's always good to come home and get that, that those meals that are just, you know, that you grew up on, man. Yep, that's 100%. There's a certain restaurants that have been there since I was a little kid, and right. so I'm like, I have to go to Max's Deli. I have to go to Limonati's. You know, I have to go, uh, I didn't go to Gibson's this time, but Gibson's is one of my favorites. There's all these little places, Nightingale's and Highwood. I'm, I'm saying obscure restaurants in the Chicago <laughs> suburbs, but they mean a lot to me. Once Upon a Bagel in Highland Park. Shout out, great bagels. Shout out to Bocce's when you get off the red line going to, uh, like, the, where the Cubs play, man. You remember that? Wrigleyville, man. Dude, late nights, like, after games, we would, uh, we would go, we have, like, the Cubs, the Cubs would play, man. We would go to the bars over there, and they have this place called Bocce's, man. It's like a big pizza, man. Five bucks. Free Coca Cola. Like Chicago will have those little joints where you can go to and sneak off and have like really good food and good deals. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's just a great food city, and trust me, I took advantage of that. Uh, I did go to a Bulls game with my dad, which was fantastic. Bulls. 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 Which is one of the greatest sketches ever, by the way. Yeah, it's one. It's one of the best. Oh, so funny. But yeah, so so you know. My dad and I, we've been going to Bulls games for years and years, 25 plus years. Uh, it's, you know, it's a great, it's a great th- tradition that we have, and I enjoy going to Bulls games with my dad. It's been a while, though. It's been like two or three years since we went to a game. We decided to go to a game. It was a Friday night, 
and they, yeah, played, they, they played the Miami Heat. And okay. it was actually Dwayne Wade's last game ever in Chicago. Perfect we're night. Born and raised. Wow. One of the all-time greats from Chicago. Yeah, he is, man. I mean, D-Wade is a beast. Legend. And so, you know, uh, we only go to one or two games a year. And so my dad's like, you know what? If we're going to go to one game or two games this year, we, we might as well... We should, we should get some good seats. Might as well go see Flash. We should some get good seats. We should get some. We should get some good seats. We end up getting second row baseline. It wasn't on the wood, but it was like great seats. Row B. Okay. If, yo, if you're in the letters rows, you know you're good. Oh yeah. Like if you're in row twenty-seven, it's like. Oh, but if you're in row C, B, D, it's like okay, you're you're close to the action. We're we're baseline. We're to the point like we're like. You can hear like the wood bouncing, like you know what I mean when yeah, when when the, no. when the ball bounces against the court. Oh yeah, we're at that type of point. So we go there. First of all, the United Center. You've been there, obviously. Yeah, dude. I mean, listen, the Jordan, the Jordan sign out there, man. I mean, that's like every kid's like fantasy. I mean, I, I remember getting to see that, and I'm just like, whoa, man. Like, I mean, United Center is just like, man, in the books, man. Well, the amazing thing is, uh, this is the first time I've been there since they made a. Where the uh, where the Jordan statue is, it's indoor now. Oh really? And they, yeah, they made they, they made this whole area right around the Jordan statue, and it's indoor now. And there's a a, a team store and a couple restaurants, and it's really cool actually. Okay. Um. So the United Center's changed since I've been there. They have the Advocate Center across the street, which is where the Bulls practice now. They used to practice in Deerfield. Oh, right so they have the practice facility around there now. Right across wow. the street, and so they have all the offices uh, connected to where the Jordan statue is. Wow. So it's a whole new look. I was shocked by it. That's really good dope. food. Um, and so, yeah, it was, so it was great. You know, we go there, uh, I'm watching warm-ups, and then as I, uh, I go out of my seats to go get some water, and I'm in the, the, uh, the hallway, and I turn to my right, and I'm like, why are all these people surrounding this dude? I look, and it was none other than the Bears' number one. With the MVP? MVP. Bringing that Bear defense back? Yeah. And I'm blanking on his name right now. Wow, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, yes. How, I, I, I don't know. That's I Were sound you about horrible. to say Brian Erlacher? No, I was going to say I was going to say Khalil Mack. I literally I had a brain freeze right Erl- there. But say Erlacher has brown hair now. We don't even know this. It's Erlacher. so weird. <laughs> this Erlacher is an imposter. This is his evil yeah, twin. It's like you're an imposter. Who are you, man? Yeah. Like, give me back like shaved head Erlacher. Caveman to, Erlacher. Yeah, give me caveman Erlacher. Who used to like just demolish the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, man. 20 tackles in one game. But hey, Khalil Mack though. How I don't He's know how you. So I don't know how I forgot his name. I've been watching he's every game this season. Oh, he's man. incredible. And he's built like a tank also. He's like 6'4", 6'5", probably like 250, 60. Uh, just a monster. And everybody's surrounding him. He's the new king of Chicago right now. Is he? Nice, yeah. People, he got a lot of ovation during the game. They, they showed him on the big screen. Standing ovation for him. Bro, and you, and you blanked out on his name? And I blanked out on his name. I'm embarrassed crazy. right now. Hey, Khalil, it happens sometimes. Khalil, I have brain freeze. Pull up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up the quarterback. No, number 52, <laughs> outside line. I know. Bro, he's a I watch guy, every game. I, know. He's a I just beast, had a brain man. freeze. It happens. But uh, the Bulls are really bad this year. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I mean, Zach Levine's playing great. The it, thing it, is, they're, they're looking ugly, man. They, they have no direction. It looks like there's no direction. No direction. It's, it's no... It's uh, all their players have been injured, also. Yeah, you have hurt, right? Well, you had Markinen. He just played his first game, I think, last night. But Markinen's been out the whole year. Uh, Bobby Portis, Denzel Valentine. Those are like three of their best players. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
And so you know they're just they're just bad. They're in rebuild mode. I mean, hundred percent. Like they have a whole bunch of young, you know, young players, and I know that these are like tradable pieces. I mean, I know mm-hmm. you guys are looking, you Bulls fans are looking towards the, the NBA draft. And, oh yeah, but, but uh, definitely. Man. And so I think the Bulls made a great draft pick this year with Wendell Carter. He's looking really good. Yeah, he's good. He's. Solid. I think he's gonna be the Bulls center for the next twelve to fifteen years. I think mm. he's that good. Um, you know, he 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 reminds me of Al Horford. You know, a steady defensive presence, smart. Uh, you know, can shoot. He's just he's just a good player. It, listen, the Bulls' future is going to be. You know, they're going to be fine. You know, they let Fred Hoiberg go about, about time. You know, and then against Fred Hoiberg, but you know, I mean, I agree with you. Gone a long time ago. But I don't get it though, because the Bulls aren't going anywhere this year anyway. I think that they should tank. So I don't get why they didn't just fire Horberg at the end of the year. Because they, the team's they going. Are, they are tanking when they let Fred Horberg go. So there goes everything for the Bulls. So you know they're tanking, man. It's over. It's over, bro. And I want the tank. The Bulls need to tank. It, it, listen, it's it's gonna happen. It's already happened when guys play them. I mean, guys are having career best. You know when they play the Bulls that night. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this about Horberg. He. He got a weird roster for for his uh, style. He's he's a, an offensive minded three point shooting type of coach. And the Bulls originally had I think Wade and Butler. Just didn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't then he make had sense. these young guys. So I don't know. It I'm was not, never I'm fair not, for him. Yeah, it was never fair for him. I get why they fired him. I think he still deserves another chance in the NBA to prove himself. No way. You don't I mean, think so? No way, man. It's it's other coaches out there. You don't think he deserves sure. one more chance? I mean, not right now, man. If anything, mm-hmm. he should definitely be an assistant to a lot of these coaches. Yeah. Continue to have to grind because remember, he came from the he came from the college ranks. So it's like you know, just come back. And yeah, be an Iowa State. You know, what I mean, be an assistant, and he's an offensive minded coach. He because he never did get a fair chance, and we can both agree on that. Uh, but yeah. he'll get a, he'll get a chance. I mean, he'll get yeah, a he'll get a chance. He's still he's still a young dude. He's played still in the young, NBA. Man. I said so. I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad at all. For no, him. not at all. He was given a chance, but here's the thing, you know, I'm sick of the Bulls getting even it's though the, they. It's the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. <laughs> the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> the mayor. <laughs> oh man, I used to watch him when we had season tickets back in like 2001, 2002, when the Bulls 20, were so right? bad. Yeah, I believe so. Number twenty. He was money. Though. He was a good player. Yeah, he was an underrated good player. But here's the thing with the Bulls. So the last two drafts, we've had the seventh pick, and we've made good choices: Lowry, Markin, and then Wendell Carter. But this year, we need to have a top three draft pick, specifically number one. Because this could make the difference between the franchise being mediocre to like pretty good to making like a second round to a championship level. Oh, so if we good, get Zion, so many good players out here in this draft. But the top three, to it's Zion, top three heavy. You know, Zion, RJ, you guys Cam. need an RJ Barrett type player. You need a guy who can create and shoot. Like RJ can already shoot. Zion's perfect though. He's he'd play small forward. The Bulls have a shooting guard in Zach Levine. They need a small. We, like he's the perfect guy for the Bulls right now. He would be amazing. And well, so I don't want the Bulls to start winning all these games and just, like, getting a mediocre pick again. You know what I don't want? I just don't want you to, you know, D-Rose Zion. I don't want you to guys just to love him and then jump off the bandwagon and just kick him while he's down and then love him again. Why do you have to bring up Derrick Rose every Rose time? Derrick Rose is the truth, man. He's the truth of not being a D-Rose fan. Since day one, injury, no I'm injury. happy for what he's doing I'm now. I'm just saying, man. I'm still disappointed about what happened with his Bulls career. Hey, man, that's not his fault, man. I'm just saying. He had I a know. T- he, he had a bad, bad, he had he bad had luck. His front office wasn't good either. I'm saying, no, man. No, they were good. They paid him. But they didn't, But listen, they couldn't get the players to come in and play with them. No, the Bulls did have the players. And right when they were about to make their run, he got injured. That's what was so upsetting about it. It was very the Bulls. Upsetting. The Bulls were had, I think, the best record in the league that year. One that, of the best records. And then in that first round against Philly, that's when he tore his ACL. It was just never stop, the same. That jump stop will, be, it will, will never be forgotten. Man. No. 
He just never was the same. I'm actually, I, I got to be honest, I'm shocked at how well he's playing this year because it's been so long since it's he's gotten mental. to this level. The game is mental, I'm telling you, man. He mentally had to get through a lot of things, I'm telling you. But I just don't want you to design, you know, design like that. You know what I mean? You guys are good. Bull, the bull, the Bulls, Bulls fans are some of the best good. fans in the country. They are, man. In the in the country, I mean, they're, they're pretty, they're good. I'm saying, we, I have my. We've had consistent sellouts. With a horrible team, essentially the last the Bulls have made the playoffs a few times in the last twenty years, but That's it's been twenty years since over oh, twenty one now since the Bulls last won a championship. Chicago sports though, man. Chicago sports always has like a good fan base. I give it that. Like, well, I'm not gonna lie about I'll, that. Yeah, Chicago sports always has a good fan base. Chicago people love sports, and I will say this: the Bulls have consistently done a great job at providing great in-game entertainment at the United Center. It's a great fan experience. It's just a fun time. Even if the Bulls suck, it's a fun time to go to the United Center. You see the lovables, you see Benny the Bull, and it's just a good time. So shout out to Steve Shanwald from the Bulls. My dad and I had a great time. I'm gonna cheers to that. Cheers to, to Chicago, a great time. man. Shout out to your beautiful city. Shout out to all my Loyola Chicago alums. Cheers, cheers, cheers to Chicago. I went to the Laugh Factory in front of my sister. Killed shit. I don't like to say killed stuff, but my sister. I'll say my sister told me I killed it, so that's what I'll say. I got to. I did. I did. Uh, Listen, I had a good time. I got to, I got to hear it, man, and, and it was amazing. Two hundred people I got to perform in front of. That's just a fun time. Chaz, you, you've been killing it. Cheers Shout to that. Cheers, cheers to the to Chicago Laugh Factory giving me a spot on a Saturday night. I put in work. Hell yeah! And with that, we're gonna go to break. Welcome back to the podcast, and for the next topic, we, 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 have, to, we have to talk we about have, this. We have, we I'm have sorry to, for laughing already, but it's just, We have to talk about this. <laughs> oh, God. It was, it was like one of those moments, it's like when you wake up and look at your news feed, and you're like, what? <laughs> What's happening? What happened? I'm going to have to research this a little more. So what, what was the story? We're talking us? about, for, well, first of all, we're talking about Dwight Howard. <laughs> Marcus has spilled his beer. Oh, God. Okay, here's the thing. Hey, man. Listen, we're not... Listen, bro. We're not, we're not homophobic. It's just funny, though. Listen, we're not homophobic. We're not listen, transphobic. Let me, let me explain. Yeah. We're not homophobic, man. And that's not even us, man. My yeah, uncle, for real, My for real. uncle, who is a great man, who Chess knows, my Uncle James is a gay man, and, and I hang yeah. out with his gay friends, so we have no problem with none of that, man. It just so happened to be... Dwight Yeah, Howard. yeah, Dwight Howard. <laughs> it's like, dude, I need a 30 for 30. Yeah, dude. this is too much. <laughs> like, in, in two years, too. I need a 30 for 30 on Dwight Howard it's in too two much. years. It's too much. <laughs> I need a sports century classic <laughs> on Dwight Howard. It's too oh, much. This is all just going down. Dude, it's too much. This dude's too much. So, oh, it's, it's so much. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so, here, let's just talk about this. Let's talk about Dwight Howard. So, first of all, this dude, he came into the NBA straight out of high school. He... Came into the league always talking about religion. Remember this? I constantly, remember, man. Constantly I remember, from Atlanta. I remember his highlights. He's an, he's an amazing big. He's done so much. And he was talking about always church. And I'm like, oh, man. Okay, cool. Let's see what happens. Next thing you know, he gets the that NBA contract. Man. He's having multiple kids with multiple women. He's wilding out, apparently more than we thought. And, and, and my thing is this, man. I told Chuds this. I said, look, 
we idolize so many people and look up to so many people, but we don't even know who they really are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have no idea. We know their public perception. We know them a little more now than we did 20 years ago because of social media, but we still don't really know the real... Exactly. We don't really know, like, you know, so, I mean, I'm sure there's still fans of, like, Dwight Howard. It, it just, listen... He's it, had a weird career because he was he's one of... He's had a weird career, He's one of the best players in the league at one point. I mean, remember in the finals against the Lakers, he was the... He was our, playing... He, I mean, bro, he was killing he was with the top five player in the league man. at one point. He was, man. Um, but Un, he's, unheard of big man, like, I mean, as far as body-wise, yeah. the game... Yeah, so he... he Built like a tank, I mean. Unreal athletic. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but he's, you know, he's gone downhill since. He's had a weird career. And he's still not even that old. He's like 33, I think. But he's not anywhere. He's a shell of what he used to be. Yeah, if, if you guys don't know what we're talking about. So Dwight Howard was accused by a transgendered individual of having a relationship with that person. Right. And their, their Instagram messages to prove it. They have Instagram messages. They're Instagram. Yep. Man, this 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 uh, transgendered man uh, had the messages, and I mean, like what reportedly happened, man? Like, didn't you say that? Well, let's just <laughs> that say that there was a message that said <laughs> that, that he is. I'm just gonna get to it. That said okay. that that this person uh, name is Mason Alihe. Mason accused uh, Dwight Howard of being a six eleven bottom. Do-do-do. <laughs> like almost like jail thing. It's like when you come in the jail, it comes like 6'11", Dwight Howard, and 6'8", what's her name? <laughs> what's, the, what's the dude's name? Who? Mason. Oh, Mason Ali. I can't pronounce it really. It's L-E-L-I-J-E-L-E-J-E. But yeah, so so this individual accused Dwight Howard of being a 6'11", bottom, also participating in transgendered sex parties, which... It's not something. Well, hold on. What was the next report after that? Because then Dwight Howard out with the. Uh, well, this is the funny. Yeah, this is the funniest. I mean, it's just the, I, the joke writes itself. Dwight Howard is now out and will need a surgery for a gluteal <laughs> injury. <laughs> it happened the same week this happened. Like it's like out of all people, Dwight Howard. <laughs> the same week it was reported. The same week reported that he's out. Indefinitely with an what it what is it again? A gluteal injury. A gluteal injury. The gluteus maximus, aka after the, the butt. Story, after this story came out that he was the you know he's the six eleven. We call him the six eleven bottom now. Is this what his nickname is? The six eleven bottom. Like man, it's just the joke writes listen, itself. Man, this this is how I honestly feel about it. As like I remember back in the day as a Laker fan when Kobe played and they assigned Dwight Howard. And I was like, you know, Kobe was going back for the ring. And I'm just like, yo, Kobe's going to get, you know, he's going to get six in Ty Michael, man. And I was just hyping. I'm like, all right, we got Dwight Howard. And he came out. You know, I think it was game one or something in this nut-ass headband. And I'm like, you know what, man? <laughs> fuck Dwight Howard, man. <laughs> Kobe's always on team <laughs> fuck Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe, Kobe never fucked with listen, him. Listen, and Kobe ain't never fucked with Dwight Howard, man. So that's why I'm like, man, it's just been ugly for him. It's one team after another ever since he got yep. Van Gundy uh, fired. Yeah, and, and people have clowned him. Shaq constantly clowns him. Because the thing is... All the time. People... People respect his game. People don't respect his mental ability. He's right. he he's all over the place. He I mean, divides, he divides locker rooms. I remember yeah. being around the the Houston Rockets uh, organization and just being uh, just like you know talking to some people here and there and that, you know that Dwight did like divide that you know he divides locker rooms, man. 
Yeah, I mean, people have said he's just kind of a... He doesn't necessarily... He doesn't have the killer instinct, necessarily, that Kobe had. And I think Kobe was bothered by the fact that Dwight Howard was so gifted. I was so pissed. But he, he just didn't bring that. it. He didn't bring it He just it didn't care. All. He'd be smiling all the time and shit. Always smiling. Which is fine. Like, Magic Johnson smiled. But, like, you gotta, you gotta like, take it... To, like, it's just... It's not the same with him compared to Magic. It's like... Man, listen. What a... I mean, bro, like, when I seen that, like, I was just like... Man, this I need a thirty for thirty for Dwight. Like, listen, I don't. It, There's very hush on that side right now. Dwight Howard hasn't said anything. Nothing has been said on that side. But it's kind of fucked up because because this person did say that Dwight Howard threatened to 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 kill to kill him. So it's like you can't be you can't be doing that. Well, you know, some people who are who are not open. You know what I mean? Who yeah. are not maybe out. You know, he he. You know, dire measures, man. He was. You know, he. You know, he said he was gonna kick, he was gonna kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. You know, he didn't get it out. You know, he didn't beat his ass, and he still got the story. You know, the story still came out. Um, but it, you know, and in, and obviously, I mean, I would guarantee. Like, I can't say for sure, but I guarantee there's more gay dudes in the NBA. It's just statistics. Listen, you know man, what I mean? There's 400 guys that play in the NBA. There has to be it, at least it, a few. There has to be. It has to be, man. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. My thing is that we. It's people that play in the NBA are gay. It's people that we work with who are gay. Yeah. You know, who, who even, my is. thing is who even cares? No. But my thing is this. If you're trying to hide stuff like that, don't Facebook message anybody. How no. about that? No. And, you know, any messages like that. You know, Dwight Howard, if you wanted to keep, you know, you and Mrs. Uh, Mason's <laughs> uh, relationship on the DL, you know, you should just, you know, watch how you move, man. But, you know, now... You're 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 out indefinitely with a a, a gluteal injury, a gluteal uh, injury, and you know now you know this is what's going on, man. And this goes and this now goes on with your legacy of uh, the Dwight Howard legacy. Uh, it's going to be an interesting thirty for thirty. I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not. A, it's it's the NBA. There's still a huge thing of athletes and homophobia, and the fact that Dwight kind of hit it and it was a transgendered person, it and it just looks. It's I think just, I think just, when you talk to people about it, I think the fact that he's six eleven, seven foot, and that he is so you know I guess strong and whatever people you know the people put the words strong and masculine yeah. on that that he's you know that he's not he's not you know bisexual, but you know that's what it's sounding like you know. And that's why we were laughing at the start because it's just like this big dude, and then you find out like it's just like you know it's just it's very inter- it's interesting, man. It's just yeah. like my thing is just funny to me that it's Dwight. Howard. Yeah, it's like Dwight Howard of all people. It's like out of all of course people, it's, it's Howard, like, though. look, man, you already coming in the lead talking about church, but you got 10 kids. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you say you want to win a championship and you want to be Superman, but then you're getting clowned by the real Superman, yep. who is Shaq, who is a real champion. Yep. And you the know, real, the real and then shit. he want to come here in LA and not play serious and now Kobe don't fuck with him. It's like, look, man, everything is against you. And now you want to slip. Now you want to drop the soap. Now you want to drop the soap. <laughs> It's just yeah, it's just a weird situation with him. He he's he's a guy that he's just hard to figure out. He's a fascinating he's a fascinating he character. He is man. Then, yeah, I, I I told you I would love to hear more about and from Dwight Howard like down the road because I think he's just a very interesting like player. Oh yeah, and even in this is just like something that people don't even know about when he was on the Lakers and the Magic, he was eating so much candy. That they literally had to have like an intervention with him. He was eating like thousands of grams of sugar a day. Really? Yeah, like to the point where like his hands were like getting numb. Dang. I yeah, know that. yeah. So he's had he's just a weird, interesting, unique story. One of the best players of of this era. 
uh, a unique individual, and we hope that there's a 30 for 30 about him in the next Dwight, man, four to five years. Listen, Chills and Chuds, we're really waiting for that Sports Century Classic, that 30 for 30 on you, man, and uh, we hope you get well from your uh, gluteal injuries. Cheers, Cheers to, to that. you, man. And with that, we're going to take a break. Welcome back to Chills and Chuds. The next thing we want to talk about is the surprising Western Conference. Man, the Western Conference has been like crazy surprising. Who would have thought that the number one and number two teams right now at this present moment that we're talking are the Clippers and Nuggets who are both 16 and 7 right now. Number one and number two in the West. Man, Doc Rivers, man. Everybody was talking shit about him early. Look what he's done with like, you know, the guys like Pat Beverly, Harris. I mean, that team, hey, Montrez, Trez, shout out to you, Trez. I see Kill you out there. Alexander. Oh, man, he's a young young kid playing great. Boban. Yeah, Boban. Boban the beast. The beast. Doesn't yeah. even jump when he dunks. Just, you know, just reaches. No, just there. reaches. Like, he's like a seven-year-old on, on a, on a four-foot hoop. he's nasty. Fisher-Price hoop. I like Pat Beverly, man. He's, he's definitely leading the defense on that group, man. And then, then you got Lou Will, Gallinari. You just have a bunch of guys that are scrappy dudes that yeah. and they play well together. And it's weird because everybody thought the Clippers would be horrible because, you know, they don't have the Lob City team anymore. They don't exactly. have Blake and Chris and, you know, Reddick and all those guys. But it turns out maybe that, maybe that, maybe that was a situ- situation that worked. It just didn't. But I think you're really getting to see the Doc Rivers, like, coaching. You know what I mean? You're getting to see him really coach these guys and guys are really coming together playing well. Uh, but it's another team, man. Denver Nuggets, man. Let's talk about Jokic. He's he's sick, man. I, I've got to meet and be around him. He's he's not only a hell of a player, but you know, hell of a good like ambassador for the league. Yeah, he's just he's just really fun to watch because he's not super athletic, but he's so crafty and he is one of the best passing big men ever. At this Bro, point. the passes he makes in the game Insane. is like unreal. You like I I mean I play the game, man. I just I don't understand how your big can make that play in those passes. It's beautiful to watch. And then Murray's, and you got the young kid Murray's playing well. Murray's balling. He's been balling like crazy, man. He's Gary gone Harris, also. Like I said, Gary, I know Gary Harris is, he's been doing well. Like I said, that team is. That Will Barton. Yeah. They have a good squad. Listen, they don't even have their rookie. They don't even have the uh, young Porter. Kid, Porter, who Porter I think Jr. is going to be a steal. Listen, Michael Porter is getting healthy and strong right now. And that kid is, he's going to. He's going to be a big surprise, man. He's going to be a big help to them. Yeah. They got Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap's playing great. He's playing solid, right? Yeah. So if, if, if they can get quarterback and he ends up being a player that I, I think he can be really Yo, good. He's going to be a go-to player. That's yeah. a good core. And have, and have Jamal and have Murray be the one. Murray, Harris, Porter, and Jokic going forward. All those dudes, I think, are 25 and younger. Bro. Don't forget Paul. Don't forget, hey, listen, don't forget Paul Millsap, man. Millsap's he's, a good player. He's solid, man. He's still a veteran, man. Like, proven. I mean... He's playing great. I mean, realistically, I don't think they'll, you know, really contend. No, nah, because it's, it's early now. It's, it's really early. But I think they have a lot of promise with that squad going forward. How about how about Lake Show? They're looking good right now. I mean, I love LA. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> doing Randy Newman, right? That's like a that's like a, a black guy doing Randy Newman. Yeah, that's dope, bro. That song is dope as hell. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a great song they played after every victory at Staples Center. Um, LeBron's being Superman early right now. He's turned it up. I feel like he's been like, okay, I'm just, I'm gonna dominate right now. I need to take over these games. They started a little slow. I thought the Lakers would start slow because they had so many new pieces, and you know it takes a little while to get acclimated to a, a system you're not 
you know, have been part of before, new teammates. Yeah, the, the season's still figuring itself out. I mean, we're starting to see guys become available. We've seen the J.R. Smiths being open to trade, you know. We're seeing, like, guy, like I said, look, LeBron needs shooters. And you know, you know, any team that LeBron is on, he's definitely, you know, a part of, like, getting guys assembled to get him ready for the second half of the season. Like, I'm, we're seeing a lot of LeBron going hard right now, which Magic, I think Magic even said, I think, last week that he would, like, you know, take some of his minutes down, which is good, man. These young guys need to go ahead and step up. You know, Brandon Ingram, we're still waiting for him yeah. to, uh, to step up. But, I, you know, and Kyle Kuzma uh, continue to play well as well. And then Lonzo is still figuring out. I mean, that whole team. They're so young, those guys. Josh Hart, man. I, I mean, I, I love like Hart. Hart, man. I like Hart. I think he's going to be a really solid role player. Man, for, I do for too, years. man. I think, like I said, the team is getting set. It's getting ready. That's why Kobe, I think Kobe made this quote today saying, you know, that he believed the Lakers and, you know, he believed in a guy named uh, Rob Palenka. You know, he believed in the movement of Palinka and, and what magic is doing. Palinka magic is. I also Linka. think a, a, a good Palinka. Linka. Linka. I just want to say Linka. Linka. <laughs> legend. Definite legend. I think another good signing for them was the Tyson Chandler signing. Yeah, Had man. A big difference. Uh, hey, listen, another veteran, proven gold medalist, champion with the Mavericks. I mean, listen, knows how to lead a defense, man. That team. We need another big guy besides JaVale. Yeah, and JaVale's another champion as well. He's playing well. He's been playing well all season. I think they got two really good bigs. Yeah, and, and, you know, uh, Rondo's been out, so. uh, Rajon Rondo. He's coaching, though. But, listen, he's still in the the guy's ears, which which is really good. Yeah, so, yeah, it's good because LeBron's had to take more of the – the ball handling role because that was Rondo was doing that before. I mean, they both were, but right. he's taking even more of a role now. And LeBron doesn't even want to be the point guard, man. I think no. LeBron like rather would be off of it a little bit early. But like I said, this the team is still figuring itself out, and and it's it's man, my Rockets, man, the Rockets is what's going on with the Rockets. My thing is the inj- the injuries, man. A lot of guys injured. It's a lot of guys injured right now. Like CP just got off his injury. Uh, James has been, you know. Back and forth, and so does Eric as well. But yeah. guys are starting to pick it up. Hey, Gordon's playing good basketball right now. He's been picking it up. Numbers yeah, Eric's, back Eric's up. been playing well. The uh, the Camrell experiment was obviously a disaster. Of it didn't course. work out. So, we, so, so listen, we're, we're, still, we're still getting back from that, and we're still getting the, the new guys, you know, acclimated to, uh, like to the coach. You know what I mean? We got yeah. coach back on defense. We got our main guy, Biz Delic, Biz. Back on defense, so you know. I think, like I said, after injuries, man, maybe our, you know, it's it's still early. Like still I said, early. Rock, Rockets is still going to be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. I just don't. Uh, their, their defense just has to get better, and and I just don't see them. Even though Golden State's Golden State's been, they've been losing too. They've now. been losing. It's weird. But they've been like losing, but still winning. It's like they still. Steph's win. been out. Steph's been out. Steph is out, That's man. Huge. And and then Katie's just saying, you know, Katie is trying to like, you know, pick it up. And my thing is, this, it's still early. Very early. And, and when Steph gets back, man, I mean, putting him into that lineup, a lot of energy going on. You know, it doesn't even matter if he makes a shot. It's just his presence. Him yeah. being back on the court is just going to make that team, you know, just a lot better. Oh, yeah. It just opens up the floor for everybody, even just the spacing. These people are scared yeah. of him shooting. I mean, he's at unlimited range, so the defenders have to guard him, so it opens up the floor for other players. I know, man. It makes it easier. He's he's nasty, man. He's amazing. He's he's so fun to watch. I love Steph Curry. 
Like he's he's I think it's like you love to hate. It's like he he's in that realm of you love to hate him. You know what I mean? He I just, have no he, hate against. Him. I love. No, him. no, it's not. It's like okay. it's like he just does so well. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just amazing how you know how well he plays the game, how well he handles. It's the ball. beautiful to watch. It, it's beautiful basketball. I think how Steve Kerr has that team playing. It's just it's fun basketball. And uh, man, Steph is amazing. I can't see him leaving that organization. No, he'll be there for life. I mean, I hope they keep him there for life. I mean, if not, you know. He's still relatively young. He's 30, 30 right now. Send him back to Charlotte, where he is it? That's his hometown. Michael Jordan owning the team. Pair him up with Kemba. Hey, man. Kemba's been balling. Kim, hey, listen. Kemba, I've a, I'm a huge Kemba Walker fan, and I've always had respect. You know, me and Kemba definitely build. You know, the last two years we did for sure. He's this amazing player, man. Yeah, I never thought he'd be. I always thought he'd be a good player. I didn't think he'd reach this level where he is this year, where he's he's essentially I mean, remember like he a did last superstar. year, but he did it last year too. He's a, he's a yeah. two-time All Star. He, he's he's put he's always putting it up, but he's just he's listen, raised it up a level this year though. It, it, you know, it's guys are still getting in shape, and then the good thing about this, the guys who are who came to work, you know, in shape. They're taking over, and, and Kimba is taking yeah. over. He right had now. 60 in one game, I believe. I mean, man, he even 60 killed, points. He can kill Kyrie and, you know, a Brad Stevens defense, you know what I mean? So he, he went to work on that, on that group as well. So, I mean, Kimba is uh, he's making some noise, man. There's a lot of good guards in the league now. I mean, Guard got, heavy. I mean, but even your guards are like 6'11", like Giannis. Like, Antetokounmpo is still, like, just he's, putting work in. He's putting work in. Now he's just physically... He's just built right now. He's putting work in the weight room. He's just a monster. Did you say Shaq or somebody said he might be the best? Like he's the new Superman or something like that. Somebody said something like that. I don't, I don't know about that, but, but uh, it, I just, I've said I said two years ago that I think, and that was two years ago. I think in the, in like two to three years from now, he'll probably be the best player in the league. I think like next year. I, I mean, right year, now yeah. he's already kind of showing he. He's an MVP consideration right now. Bro, for sure. he's last year and this year, like this year for sure. He like the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Are someone you have to worry about because they're he a contender. Just, like he's unreal, man. The stuff he does is just you can't stop it. It's unbelievable. I mean, in the fact that like he can get to like the basket from half court in like three strides. It's it's insane how long his strides are. Didn't you talk to him during All Star last year? I did for the Rich Eisen show. I got to interview him and I, I asked him uh if he was a, not a human being, <laughs> I said, are you the Greek god of dunking? And uh, he's a humble dude. He's like, no, I'm just a human. You know, he played it cool, like, you know, did a straight answer. But he uh, he he's, seems like a very humble, cool dude that he's not really human, works hard. Man. Listen, he's not, he's, though. He's not human, bro. Like, I mean, I've watched film, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm getting back on the court. And I'm just like, man, could you imagine a guy like that coming at you full speed? Get out of the yeah, way. Get out of the way or be or, he, or he's just going to Euro step and just uh, and he's going to dunk it from anywhere. I mean, yeah. He does those Euro steps and then he'll dunk with his left. He's a right, right hand shooter but he'll dunk with his left. Like bro, easy. his arms are so long. I mean, dude, I give it a year. Yeah. I mean, right now I still would rather have Durant and LeBron over him but Maybe in a year from now, I'll say that I want Giannis. Yeah, LeBron, listen, LeBron had a little gray on his mustache, you know what I mean, on his little beard. Yeah, he's getting he's, he's getting old. And even, you know, K, like I said, listen, I'm, I'm definitely taking KD. 
I would say over Giannis right now. Yes, yeah, bro, for sure. When it's when the lights are on and it's time to win, KD has been there. Yeah, he has been there. I he's mean, won two he's, championships. He's I mean, one of the. He's gonna. He could go down as the best score to ever play this game. But Giannis is. I. I think Giannis is the best player of anybody. Uh, Twenty five and, and younger. No question, man. I. I totally. I whole. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. So mm-hmm. he's that superstar, the elite guy of the next generation. No question. Yeah, and so with that, we're gonna take a break. Welcome back to the podcast. We're about to wrap it up. Man, I'm two, I'm two blue moons in and, and, a, and a full pizza. We both ate full medium Domino's pan crust pizza, which is phenomenal. I mean, Ugh. Domino's, that crust, man. The pan crust, you have to get. Top, man. It's top. Yeah, I'm, I feel bloated right now. I'm bloated. Two beers in, a little, full pizza in. We got a couple. We got like I think we got like four beers in there left. We still got some to take down before we hit the comedy store. Yeah, we're about to hit the comedy store, and uh, we hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and hope you enjoyed the episode. Peace, gang. <laughs>